Welcome to this week's Weekend Premier League Preview. After a feisty weekend of football last weekend, this week sees a new manager make his bow, title rivals battle to take the initiative and a six-pointer or two. More importantly here to discuss it are my two bang average co-hosts. Firstly, a man whose football career can be compared to John Rahm's golf career. I mean, they could be compared, I wouldn't. Adam, how are you doing? I'm, I'm great, thank you. Um, never better. Um, it's Thursday, so one one day to go till the weekend, and it looks like the weather might be all right. Yeah, blue skies, that's all right. What's the drink of choice this evening, Adam? Um, the rotation's back, so I'm on the uh, the Guinness again. Um, I, I need to put some more cold ones in, because at the minute they're just sat under the stairs. It's need to chill a bit. <laughs> Best place to keep your beer, I find. <laughs> Our second co-host, who has already announced on the podcast he's looking for musicals, Legoland in Carling. Jim Kerr springs to mind. But we call him Dan. How are you doing, Dan? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, lads. Uh, it's been a very good week so far until today, I suppose, uh, that uh, I never found time to properly prepare for, so... Uh, the missus has got me uh, ordering the gusto at lunchtime, which normally should take 15 minutes. Obviously, being left to myself, it's took 45 minutes of my hour lunch. So uh, <laughs> trying to fit in a lunch break as well, it was a bit of a panic. And now I'm uh, doing daddy daycare tonight. So, uh, yeah, great night. Good to say. Calling by any chance, Dan? Well, this one's going to shock you. So I hadn't uh, told our listeners, but I've got a squash tournament in uh, 14 days. So uh, for the 14 days, I'm going teetotal. So tonight, lads, I've got a Bud Zero. <laughs> oh, God. You're not drinking the Bud Zero because you're on daddy daycare. It's because it's because <laughs> you're prepping for a squash tournament. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, 14 days. A 14-day detox does it, but he can still drink the, the, the Budweiser. Not, not like water or <laughs> like drink. Well, I thought I'd join you both. <laughs> oh, I'll keep mine short and sweet, boys. It's Thursday. Uh, tomorrow the shops are open, so it's one last day of rum and coke for me before, before I finally get some beers back in the house. And, uh, yeah, I can do the pod properly. So not long to go. Not long to go. Uh, okay, time for our first segment. Uh, it's called the 90 second review, uh, and probably best to remember that after our first week took 94 seconds, and Adam followed it up with a swift 40 second review last week. Please tell me this week, Dan, you're aiming for 90 seconds. I've got no clock around me, so I'm absolutely uh winging the time on this one. Oh, that's what we want to hear. Okay. Your challenge this week is to sum up the Champions League first legs in 90 seconds. Whether it be Rodri's stunner, Mane's headbutt, Chilwell's red card or a San Siro stare down. Are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> OK, your time starts now. So I've got to start with who I will believe, uh, who I believe will end up being the Champions League winners here. Man City breezing past a very strong Bayern Munich side. 
after an absolute perth from Rodri. Uh, Erlin Haaland uh, scoring his 45th goal of the campaign, making him the highest scorer in, in all competitions in a single campaign since the Premier League started. Not forgetting the goal that I believe has probably seen this tie already. A lovely header from the magician that's never really spoken about, Bernardo Silva. We asked the question, can Bayern Munich come back from a 3-0 loss? The other tie on that night seen a pretty much predicted 2-0 win for uh, Inter Milan, away at Benfica, 0-0 at half-time, but then a goal from Barella and that man we all know very well at the moment, uh, Romelu Lukaku. For me, this game is already over. Now, Wednesday night. For me, Real Madrid controlled this game for the 90 minutes. Arguably the best striker in the world, the Ballon d'Or holder, uh, had his say in this game with a very straightforward tap-in in the 21st minute. Some may say it changed the game, but I say Chilwell's sending off was a blessing in disguise. Uh, they can now say that they lost this game because they were down to 10 men, but really Madrid should have probably scored more than they did, with only scoring one more from Asensio in the 74th minute. To me, the shock of the night was at the San Siro, where AC Milan beat the Serie A, uh, Serie a leaders, uh, which makes for a very interesting second leg. Could we be looking at a Milan derby in the semi-final? That's me done, lads. <laughs> OK, that was good. As long as mine, at least. How long do you think that was, Adam? That's the big question. Did he do it? I think he was short this time. I, I oh, think, think he was short? Yeah, I think so. You think seconds. you were short? There was only four okay. games. Well, that's uh, not my one, problem, Dan. I'm going to shock you. I'm going to shock you. You got close to a penalty shootout. You managed to oh. do 110 seconds. <laughs> so, I'm 90... One day, boys, we will hit the 90-second review in 90 seconds. But we'll keep oh, our listeners on tender hooks. Well, we're going to spin this back on you then. You're going to do one next. <laughs> <laughs> yes, next week is Scott's turn. <laughs> hey, I'm the host, boys. I, it gets me out of it. it. gets me out of trouble. I'd say you owe us a beer, Dan, but given you're on a detox, we'll have to hold off. Thank we'll you. Keep it in the tally. Okay, boys, moving on to our Premier League review. And as always, we'll start with the TV games and move on to our Premier League draft. Just a quick update on how we did on our predictions. Um, you'll be pleased to know that we've improved that on last week. Harris, you managed three correct results with one correct score. Dan, on your behalf, Luke managed four correct results. But boys, last week, I managed six correct results, of which three were correct scores. So you've still got some work oh. to do. Should have put some money. So let's kick off with Saturday's lunchtime. Two informed teams take on each other at Villa Park with Aston Villa hosting Newcastle. Adam, how do you see this one going? This will be a, a, a great game. Um, I just hope that the Saturday lunchtime doesn't ruin it. Uh, Villa, fine form at the minute. Newcastle and form. Um, I, I, I think I, I, my belief will be that it will be a draw. I think it'll be end to end as well. Um, so I, I, I think this is going to be a one-one draw. Any thoughts, Dan? 
No, looking at the form, what the you've probably got the two most formed teams other than Man City in the league. Uh, Newcastle winning what the last five, Villa winning the last four, and so. But I think they're both uh, defensively strong, which could counter both teams out. Uh, so yeah, I'm pretty uh, probably going with what Adam's saying here. It could be a low score and draw, really. Have you got a score for us, Dan? 1-1. One, 1-1 one. One, one as well. Uh, okay. I, I think I agree with both of you. I, I think, it. look, if it was 3 o'clock, if it was Super Sunday, I think it'd be a belter. The, the Saturday lunchtime makes me slightly nervous about it. Um, it might it might take a little while to really get going. Newcastle want to win to consolidate that top four place. Villa want to win. They've got, like, like we spoke about the other day, they've got a sniff of Europe. Um, it's a difficult one to call and. And when they're difficult, like you say, you, you sit on the fence and call a draw. I'm going to go a couple more. I'm going to go 2-2. Two, two. I'm going to pray for a couple of goals and hopefully it's a bit of a belter to, to kick off a, a good weekend of football. So I'll go 2-2. Two, two. Um, very quickly, we love this part of the show. Um, relevant or pointless? Adam, here's your stat and I've started the week off with a belter. Real Madrid have managed to win eight Champions League titles since Aston Villa last won five games in a row. It's been 25 years. Adam, is that relevant or pointless? Uh, that, um, that, that is relevant. I'm going to go relevant just for the uh-huh. fact that Real Madrid looked good against uh, Chelsea <laughs> in the week. Um, you, you, you could say that Villa could win this game against Newcastle. because Real Madrid aren't playing against Villa, Harris. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I know, but uh, I see Real Madrid winning the Champions League this year and with the game as close as it is in our predictions, you could easily see Villa maybe just uh, grabbing this win. But I will still sit with a draw. So yeah, I'll yeah. say relevant just to keep yeah. it sweet. Oh, very nice, very nice. The late game on Saturday sees Dean Smith and John Terry make their managerial bow at Leicester City as they travel to what looks like an unstoppable Man City. Dan, how do Leicester get anything out of this game? They don't, Scott. They don't get anything (laughs) out of this game. I I worry because I think actually bringing a new manager in at this point, I think he's going to try and make the fans happy. We're going to actually try and attack it because we've been playing a bit abysmal for so long. He's going to try and please everyone, free him up a little Man City are going to come out of the blocks fast and very fast. It could, I think, there'll be a couple of early goals probably before thirty minutes, and I think Leicester could be three 0 down at half time here. I don't, I don't see a positive result here. God, Adam, any more cheer? Any more cheer for us? No, the only positive I can say in that Scott is in that sentence you didn't mention uh, Craig Snakespear. Um, you said <laughs> Dean Smith and John Terrin. Hopefully they can turn it around, and if if Craig's anywhere near that bench, I think we'll lose. Uh, I'm just hoping John Terry plays for us. Oh, that that, <laughs> that that will that will change things. That will definitely change things. Uh, now I <clears throat> I want to I want to say we're going to get the win, but I know we won't. Uh, hopefully we will score. If we get one or two, I'll be happy. But uh, mm. I we just need to not. If 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 Man City can just like kind of outplay Southampton, they'll definitely outplay Leicester. 
and they can beat Burnley 5 0 in the cup. So I'm going to say this is going to be 5 2 Man City. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Um, I, I think <laughs> we are now. I, I think for me, look, it's Man City. They've just put Bayern Munich to the sword. They've put Liverpool to the sword. You know, they've looked absolutely unstoppable this month. Um, it's a free hit. You know, they've got nothing to lose. Leicester have been playing dreadful. You know, new manager. He may as well go there and have a go. You know, realistically, his goal, goal difference could come into the play in that relegation zone. But at the moment, Leicester need the points more than they need the goals. So they may as well go and have a go because they're running out of games. I can't see him getting a point. I can't see him winning. Um, I've already had an offer to go down the pub and watch it. So I'm going to have to watch it. So I may as well... <laughs> have to know, decline. Yeah, I may as well try and enjoy it. I'd look... Uh, part of me really wants to predict a Leicester win because if it somehow came off, I'd look a genius. But <laughs> I think I'd have been smoking a lot of funny drugs to actually predict it. I, I'll go... I'll go with 4-1. I think, you know, Ian Acho might nick us a goal from somewhere. Um, but I don't see anything other than Man City very much just, you know, on to the next. They've got they've got Arsenal on their mind now, haven't they? They know that's the picture they've got to get to. They've just got to get through these games. And it, from a Man City point of view, it couldn't be better. You've had a big game in Europe in the week and you're getting essentially an out-of-form team at home. You know, kick off late Saturday, get the game done by half time, rest up, and early uh, Ireland could be on the bench eating his Percy pigs. Um, Dan, relevant or pointless? Leicester have managed to pick up one point from their last 24. Well, in my eyes, it's relevant. So it'll be uh, one point in the last 27 as of uh, eight o'clock on uh, Saturday, I believe. <laughs> Well, it's good to see that that beer, that non-alcoholic beer is helping you do 24 plus three. So there's a positive everywhere. <laughs> Have you got a score prediction for us, Dan? 4-0, Scott. I don't see four a nil. score, unfortunately. Yeah. We'll try and hide this one from the Leicester fans. Oh, we'll give you an update. We put a poll out, we put a poll out in the week um, when uh, on our podcast, Leicester announced breaking news. Dean Smith appointed. I'll put a poll up on the Twitter um, asking Leicester fans whether whether the appointment of Dean Smith made it more or less likely um, that Leicester would stay up. 83% of people said that they thought it made it more likely. Oh, that's a surprise. Yeah, yeah. That, was my, that was my reaction as well when I saw it. How many earlier. times did you vote, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> well, someone's got, to, someone's got to make the Twitter look active. <laughs> I said, I've been sat surprise. there voting. Uh, I was surprised as well. That's interesting, though, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, like I said, got this one to go, and then he's got some real big games, hasn't he? and that's where he'll prove himself. The yeah. Sunday Snooze Fest saw plenty of goals last week, and this week has the potential to be just as lively as Arsenal travel to the London Stadium. Adam, and like we've just said, in all likelihood, Man City will have further closed the gap on Arsenal by the time they kick off. How do you see this game going? It will certainly put some pressure on Arsenal. Um, I don't, I don't quite think they know how to handle pressure this late in the season because it's been so long since they've won the title. Um, the only benefit that you can say from this is 
West Ham are playing now. Um, so they, they they might have to rest some players, depending on how they, they do against Ghent tonight. Um, so I I don't I don't really see it being a problem for Arsenal. I think they'll they'll see the game through, but it'll be a nervy game, and I, I don't think it'll be a walk in the park for them either. Dan, West Ham. West Ham got a big three points last weekend away at Fulham when David Moyes was under a lot of pressure. Um, they're still down there. They're not safe. Similar to how we've just spoken about Leicester having a bit of a free hit against Man City. Is this a free hit for West Ham? No, it's. I don't see it as a free hit for West Ham. This is two London teams that, OK, it might not be the biggest rivalry in London, but they still want to beat one another. West Ham need the points in a different aspect. So they need them to stay up. Arsenal Arsenal need them to, well, if they don't do this, then it really is in Man City's hands, as we say. So, yeah, boy, would West Ham fans love to be the one that puts a spanner in the works. Yeah, uh, yeah. I reckon, to be fair, I think there's a, there's a chance. I think it'll be important the first 20 minutes. First 20 minutes will probably tell you how the game's going to go. Because I think West Ham, like Adam said, depends how the results go this evening. But I imagine West Ham will come out and have a bit of a go. Now, Arsenal have got off to some fast starts, haven't they? If they're Arsenal turn it up after 25 minutes, the game's gone. Um, I don't see West Ham doing what Liverpool did last weekend. So that, that first 20 minutes, first half an hour will probably dictate how this game's going to go, in all honesty. Um, Adam, relevant or pointless? Arsenal have won six out of their last seven games for West Ham. Um, relevant because I don't. I, I, I Arsenal is going to are going to kick on in this one. Uh, so yeah, I'd say I'd say relevant, and it's uh, three points for Arsenal. Uh, I'm going to go with a a two-one score prediction in this one. Oh, okay. So quite a, quite a close game then, Dan. What about you? Yeah, well, I think it it could be. Well, I think the opposite to you, Scott. I think where it'll be very tight in the first, probably 45 to 60, I think it'll be towards the end of the game where West Ham potentially starts to tire probably from playing this evening. And uh, yeah, obviously with the subs that uh, uh, Arteta might be able to save, he could probably end up bringing a few few of the young lads with the fresh legs on later towards the game. You've seen it in previous games where Arsenal have, come from behind late. And yeah, I just think uh, I'd probably go 3-1 with this, with it being 1-1 until about the 60th, and then Arsenal putting them to the sword after getting yeah. one, and then probably a late goal as well. So yeah, Probably not a bad shot. I, I reckon Arsenal weather a bit of an early storm. You've got Jesus, Saka, probably. I reckon both of them might get a goal this weekend. I'm going to go 3-0. I think it, in the end, it'll be comfortable. They might, they might have to dig in for a little bit, but I think in the end, in the end, they'll be all right. And I hope they are. You know, I really hope that Man City Arsenal game has got a lot on it. I'd, I'd quite, obviously, I want Leicester to win against Man City, but I'd quite like both teams to, you know, really take this title down to the wire so we go have a really good finish. So we, we will see. We will see. Super Sunday sees 10 Hogs United travel to the city ground. Dan, Man United will have played Seville on Thursday, likely won't have Marcus Rashford. And we'll have to head to a lively ground. Is this right for an upset by any chance? Unfortunately, as a Leicester fan, I'm probably going to say yes here. The where Forest seem to be getting their points from is home, and 
yeah, those uh, Forest fans are going to make that a bit of a, a fortress on uh, Saturday. On is it Saturday or Sunday? Super Sunday? Ah, Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, they'll make that a bit of a fortress. In yeah, it's, it's all it calls for a potential banana skin, doesn't it, for United, especially with Marcus Rashford out. Yeah, he's going to be a big miss, isn't he, Adam? Yeah, six, up to six weeks. I'm uh, I'm reading, so that. That is that is a long time out for him. Um, I just don't, I don't, I don't think this is going to affect Man United in any way. Though I think their their squad's too good, um, especially against side like Forest. Um, I mean, Dan, just just so I'm clear, are you, are you a Leicester fan? <laughs> yes. Good. Good. Well, good realist. Six six out of six six pods. I think we've established that you're a Leicester now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 I believe that without Rashford, Manu will will tear Forest a new one and start putting them into a, a relegation battle. Um, well, bigger than what they're already in. So, if you do, you want my score prediction now or? Well, why not? Let's have it. Why are we? I'm going to go five nil, Man United. Wow! 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 So yeah. with Rashford, would that have been eight? <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Crikey, that, that's a. I don't know whether that's genuinely how you see the game going, or because you're upset about Leicester, you just want to take it out <laughs> on Forest fans. I, I don't understand where that has come from. No, uh, it, it comes from Fred will have a fantastic game. McTominay will have a fantastic game. Uh, Martial will score a hat trick. Simple. <laughs> and have you been off work going... today? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sick? <laughs> He's been on the beer all day. I wonder the Guinness are under the stairs. He's drank all the ones out of the fridge. <laughs> I, I think that's angered once. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm probably somewhere in the middle. I, I don't think Manu are going to hammer them. Um, I don't think they're going to tear them a new one. Um, I think the forest, the forest fans will be up for it. Uh, certainly. Steve Cooper's obviously under a lot of pressure now. Um, if Forrest score first, I tell you what, it'll be a hell of a game. If if Man United score one early, then maybe they look to hang on. Um, I tell you what, I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. I'm going to go for a 1-1. I, I, I can see Forrest nicking something. I really can. I just think, you know, their home, they know their away form is so bad. So they know they've got to get some at home. And, and the fans know they say, look, 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 it's Man United at home. You know, you've been there when Leicester went up uh, playing Man United at home. Do you remember the 5-3? You know, that, that's, that, that was yeah. special and crazy things happen, don't they? That's different. You had Nigel Pearson in charge. <laughs> Adam, can I just say, Forrest have drew their last two at home. I knew something was coming because you were waving your arms around. <laughs> so, one, one against Wolves and two two against Everton, and a Manchester United side without Marcus Rashford is then going to put them to the sword five yep. nil. Ching ching! Wow, <laughs> listeners, you might want to uh, put some money on that one. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try and bring you both down, boys. Dan, your stat relevant or pointless? The last time Nottingham Forest beat Manchester United in the league was August 1994. Relevant or pointless? Oh, pointless. 
see this. I see this being that. Uh, yeah, Forest will get the draw here. I don't. I don't see him winning at their place, but I don't see him losing. What, what, what's the score, Dan? What's the score? And don't tell me it's five nil Forest because I don't think we're gonna have enough time on the podcast. I was gonna say five five. <laughs> I'm gonna say one one Scott. <laughs> one one. Right. Quick. Who's scoring the goals for who's going to go for Forrest if it were five five? Jesse Lingard three. <laughs> I'm sure his injury's out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going one one, Scott. <laughs> one one. Right, boys, let's move on quickly. Quickly. Monday night football season, old Premier League classic with lots of history as Liverpool travel to Elland Road. After a heavy defeat last weekend. By the time this game kicks off, Leeds could well be in the bottom three. How do you see this game going, Adam? Oh, I don't know. Uh, if they play anything like they did against Palace, they'll be they'll be marching down together. That's for sure. That that form that that game against Palace being at home as well that absolutely crippled. Them. Uh, I don't see where the confidence is going to be coming from against the Liverpool side that are trying to somehow salvage something from this season. Um, I, I, I can't, I can't see past Liverpool on this one. I'm, I'm hoping that Leeds are going, are, are going to start losing more points and going, going down, and we start going up the table. So this podcast is turning into a neutral Premier League preview. So just every club that might be around Leicester getting heavily defeated by Adam <laughs> so that they can all go down with us. It's an interesting take. We've got eight teams getting relegated. Yeah. <laughs> two of them are pretty much done. It's just that you don't want them to be true. <laughs> Dan, uh, last weekend saw Liverpool almost be being the old Liverpool. You know, pro- proper fighting comeback. Anfield was rocking. Was it a one-off? Or are Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool back? I wouldn't say they're back, but I yeah, like you say, you watch them every week and you're expecting them to be the amazing Liverpool that what well, we've seen uh, push Man City all the way in previous years. And yeah, there's something about them this season where they're just not clicking on a regular basis. One week Mo Salah looks unstoppable. One week, uh, another week it's. Who's Mo Salah? It's yeah. I'd, I'd like to think they should have enough to uh, beat the uh, Leeds, but uh, yeah, you just don't know what you're going to get, especially on a Monday night. It's always a tricky game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I do agree. It's not Sunday for Leeds, which will be a good thing for Leeds fans. You know, we had that stat last week. Um, like you say, Monday night, Ellen Road. There's a few games like that this week, isn't there? Where you know, West Ham, Forest. Now now we're talking about Leeds where, you know, I know West Ham have now got a new ground, but in my mind, it's still Upton Park. Like old grounds with a bit, you know, big fan bases that really, really can get behind their sides. Um, Leeds fans are just as capable of doing the same. Does Mo Salah turn up, like you say? Um, do Liverpool turn up? Do they, do they need to win it, really? What are they playing for? Oh, it could it could be a tasty one. Could be a tasty one. Adam, relevant or pointless? Liverpool have won five out of their last six away games. Um, that is relevant. I see Liverpool getting the away win here. Um, I, I think it's going to be a... You know, I'm going to go 1-0. I'm, I'm going to go 1-0 Liverpool just for the oh. fact 
that I don't want everyone to get hammered around us. <laughs> bit, bit of modesty. Dan, what about score? No, I think uh, I think there'll be goals in this, to be honest. Uh, two teams that can't defend at the moment actually seem to both actually score goals. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go 3-2 Liverpool. Ooh, what a game. Yeah. Monday night what. thriller at uh, Ellen Road. Yeah. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go 3-2 Leeds. I reckon oh, they could dear. do something. I think, <laughs> I think they could do something here. I genuinely... <laughs> well, I'll be proven wrong and it'll be 5-0. Uh, there we go. But I'm going to go 3-2. Uh, that, that was the man new game, Scott. <laughs> Boys, that leaves us with the draft of the Saturday 3 o'clock games. Let's try and get through these games then. Dan, where are you taking us first? I'm going to go to the Spurs Bournemouth game. Uh, I think they'll. This will be a good game for Spurs, to be honest. Uh, obviously, uh, they play earlier than Manchester United do, so uh, I think they'll want. To, well, if they win, they put the pressure on, don't they? They're in the top four, so uh, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, there'll be too much to ask for uh, for Bournemouth to do them, so. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, I think they'll win c- quite comfortably in the end. Their front will be too strong, but whoever it is, whether it's Kulovesky, Richarlison, Harry Kane, yeah, Harry Kane could get a few this, this weekend. Nice and simple for Dan then, Adam. What are your thoughts? Uh, well, after 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 Bournemouth have uh, been playing, I think I brought up the stats of. Bournemouth in, in last week they've uh, they've been re- winning uh, at home they've I think they've won one lost one won one lost one now they've won one again so if you if you're following that same form they they're going to lose this game but they're picking up points when when they really need to I know I know they're at Spurs but I can see it's being a draw because Spurs Spurs have not got anything about them at the minute uh, nothing at all. <laughs> Just for so, just for um, our listeners, just for our listeners, Dan is looking what I can only describe as perplexed. He's got his arms in the air, waving at his 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 head in his hands. He doesn't know what's going on. Adam, what's your score? Uh, uh, this is going to be a one-one result. The sp- Spurs, they'll uh, they'll go one nil up, and Bournemouth will peg them back towards the end of the game. Right, okay, okay. Done normality, normality. Let's look for some normality. Uh, Dan, your stat, relevant or pointless? In their last nine away games, now bearing in mind, Adams just said it's a one-one draw. In their last nine away games, in Bournemouth's game, both teams to score has only happened once. Relevant or pointless? <laughs> That's irrelevant because Bournemouth aren't getting a goal here. I don't, I don't know what Adam is on tonight. I really don't. <laughs> have, you, have you seen where Anthony De- do these pranks on people? I feel like someone's just going to pop out in the room at some point because the bloke's a wind-up match. <laughs> you, say, you, you say Bournemouth aren't going to score. They've just beat us 1-0. <laughs> and we're the worst team in the league. 
best performing team in well, one of the best performing teams in the league at the moment. So, yeah, it's going to be a good one at Bridge. Uh, uh, interestingly, Adam, both these teams this season have been managed by Graham Potter, but he won't be on the sidelines for either team. How do you see it going? To me, this has got a Brighton win written all over it. It's uh, Frank Lampard is um, way out of his depth. He uh, he he can't he can't do this. Uh, I don't think getting him in still thinks it's a pointless decision. He's not going to achieve anything. They're going to go out in Champions League. So I, I reckon 2 0 Brighton. I do have a stat Ooh. for you both. Oh, go on, then. Chelsea have never lost a home league game against Brighton, conceding just once in seven, uh, once in seven previous meetings at Stamford Bridge, winning five, drawing two. Oh, there you yeah. go, Scott. Well, Relevant yeah. or not? <laughs> well, I can beat you. I can beat you. You ready? Relevant or pointless? Chelsea have failed to beat Brighton in their last four attempts, losing one and drawing three. Oh, it's a stat it's off. A stat off. <laughs> yeah. And now I can't remember who's meant to answer the question. Me, you, or someone else. <laughs> Uh, it's you, Dad. Go on, then. Your stat or mine? Which stat's going to be more relevant? Uh, the way I see Chelsea playing at the moment, I'm going to have to say yours is more relevant, to be honest. <laughs> so, What's yeah, the I score going to be? I don't see them beating Brighton. Uh, I'm going to go 3-1 uh, Brighton. Oh, wow. Maybe I'm being a bit oh, optimistic wow. on the Brighton front. But... i tell you what, I, I don't rate front Lampard. I don't rate Frank Lampard. Um, I don't. Brighton are a better team this season than Chelsea. Uh, but I just, I don't know. I, I can see Frank Lampard winning. I can see him winning. I'm going to go 2 1 Chelsea. And 2 1 Chelsea. We've got two two to go. Two to go. Adam, it's your last draft pick. Where are you taking us next? Uh, oh, I ain't doing that one. Well, I'll, I'll do Wolves Brentford. We'll, we'll leave the mystery of what that one was to Dan. <laughs> Tell us about Wolves Brentford. Um, I, uh, I don't, I don't think. Uh, again, without me sounding too negative and too biased towards Leicester, I don't see Wolves winning this. They're going to also be towards the bottom at the end of this weekend, just as much as everybody else. Um, so. I think Brentford are too good. Their the, the team's too good. Uh, I don't know if that pedance has been uh, suspended yet. <laughs> Dan's not liking my reaction again. But surely he would agree with me that this has got a Brentford win written all over it. Dan, do you? Uh, I'm, I'm looking into this Brentford too good when they've won one in five. So, <laughs> yeah, if that's signs of a good, good side, well... Like yeah. to see a bad side. Who, who have they played? <laughs> um, well, I, I, I don't have that no, information. I've got that information in. in. They've had okay. Okay. Manu, Brighton, Leicester, and their last win, I think, was against Southampton. So oh. they've had a tough run in. Leicester, tough. Brighton, tough. Unlucky against United. Unlucky against Newcastle. A good side, all in all. 
Yeah, yeah, better than Wolves. <laughs> so, uh, so, so Dan, I assume you see a Wolves win, Dan. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yes, yeah. I probably do, Scott. Uh, I think uh, Lopetegu is a good manager. So, uh, yeah, he's making them difficult to beat. And other than Ivan Tony scoring penalties that still misses penalties now, as we've seen last week, uh, yeah. Before still... his gambling conviction, you was Tony's number one fan. <laughs> Uncle Tony's fish and chip shop, not Ivan Tony. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not been convicted. Let's make that very clear for the lawyers. <laughs> uh, Adam, your stat, your stat in Brentford games this season, the score at halftime has been the score at full time. In 23 of their 30 games. Is that relevant or pointless? Interesting. It's interesting. As relevant, that is. Um, because I think it will be a slender win against Wolves. And it will be a goal in the first half that gives it the uh, the, the final score. <laughs> it's going to be a 1-0 a Brentford first half win, which will then roll into the second half. That's, that's that tends to be how it works. It does tend to be how it works. <laughs> um, Dan, score prediction. I assume a glorious Wolves victory. A straightforward one 0 win for me, Scott. Probably a Diego Costa uh, header. I can't split these teams. I can't split them. I don't think there'll be many goals. It could be one nil. It could be nil one. It could be nil nil, or it could be one one. I'm going to go. This game's last on match of the day. Nil nil. Oh, Dan, final game, the mystery game. Where did Adam not want to take us? What's our last game, Dan? He didn't want to take us down south, Scott, to uh, Southampton v Crystal Palace. Uh, yeah, there's not much shouting out about these two sides, is there? Other than uh, probably Roy Hodgson. Uh, I'm thinking he might he may get another win under his belt here. Three wins on the bounce. Because, yes, Southampton aren't causing too many problems to anyone in the league. So, yeah, we're, we're looking at another... Uh, this one could be a goal fest again. I'm not I'm not saying you're 5-0 at like Manchester United, but probably a, <laughs> three goals to Palace. You're, Adam, you're telling me, Dan, the Carabao Cup semi-finalists... They're going to lose this game. I do regret ever saying that comment. <laughs> uh, I, if, if Palace can play anything like they did against uh, Leeds at the weekend, I see a Palace win. And he's, he's starting to work wonders there. Don't really see an attacking threat from Southampton. So um, I'm, I'm going to say a 2-0 Palace win here. Okay, okay. Uh, Dan, the final, the final relevant or pointless of the week. Southampton have ju- have won just one in twelve Premier League home games this season, but Crystal Palace haven't won back to back Premier League away games for over a year. Yeah, I see uh, Roy uh, stopping that stat. Then I think he'll uh, get the back to back wins this weekend. What's the score going to be, Dan? Uh. Uh, 2-0 uh, Palace, I think. 2-0, quite a routine win, though. 
Okay. I tell you what, I'm going to back the stat. Southampton don't win. Uh, they've only won one in 12. Palace don't win because they can't win back to back. I'm going to go 1-1. One, 1-1 one. to finish this week's review. Okay, boys, that's the preview wrapped up, which means it can only be time for one thing. The Sunday League podcast Tony Treble in honour of my uncle Tony for legal purposes. Last week, Luke managed to get his banker in, but Adam, me and you let it down. That makes it two weeks in a row where only one leg has won, boys, so we really need to give the listeners some hope. Where should we go? Dan, who's your banker for the weekend? So this is this one's going to upset uh, Adam, but I'm hoping uh, our listeners are going to be on my side with this debate. I'm going to go that Spurs to beat Bournemouth, Scott. <laughs> okay, so so you can't have Bournemouth, Adam. That's not how it works. Where are you taking us? Where's the banker? Uh, Oh, the banker is Everton-Fulham. I'm going to set it so Fulham lose and Everton win. Okay. Uh, it's it's far more useful for our listeners if you just tell us who's going to win on your bet, you know, not who's going to lose. <laughs> uh, we're bad enough as it, this as it is without confusing everybody. Um, I'm going to look the odds. I'm going to increase the odds, Okay. It's part of the Premier League treble. We're going to have to wait a little bit for the money to come in. I'm putting Leeds on there. I'm going to put Leeds on there. We're, we're, <laughs> going, to, we're going all out for it this week. We're, we've not hit two. This is the one. Let's increase the odds. Uh, it's an absolute banker this weekend. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to get that money back. What's the best way to ch- do when you lose money? Chase your winners. Uh, that's what they say, isn't it? So let's put Leeds on there. We, we're going to get the treble up on our Twitter page at TSL Podcast 4. So make sure you're following and hopefully, hopefully you can see that money rolling in. Hey, where's that? Where's that going to go wrong? Yeah, uh, Leeds and Spurs. <laughs> huh? Okay, on Monday's pod, boys, I set you this week's mystery footballer. Here's a reminder. A shaggy-haired Spanish centre-back who managed to make 60 appearances for Real Madrid, who after going on loan decided he preferred living in Bolton and made a further 140 appearances in the mid-2000s. Adam, you've had a couple of days to think. Any ideas? No. Okay. Dan, can you help him out? <laughs> uh, well, I remember him scoring a few uh, crackers for Bolton, I believe, so... Yeah, 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 I know who, but uh, I'll leave you to reveal the answer, Scott. Oh, that, that's a shame. i tell you who the answer is, and you can nod along, Dan, and pretend you knew all along. It's Ivan Campo, the shaggy-haired Bolton oh. legend. Uh, Danny's Maybe a goalkeeper? No, he's not a goalkeeper. He's a centre-half. Oh, that's, that's Ocampos, yeah. Yeah, that's the Mexican lad, yeah, that never played for Real Madrid. Or Spanish, you're right. <laughs> but other than that, you were close. Luckily, we had a couple of couple of people on the old Twitter uh, joining on the quiz and we, they got the answers right. So even when Adam doesn't know, we've got some listeners and one of our podcast hosts that do. So it's not all in vain.
Boys, let's wrap up. What have we learned this week, I suppose? We've learned that uh, Adam doesn't need a day off. Uh, he can smoke whatever he wants to smoke and drinks whatever he wants to drink in, in, in fast amount of time and, and come up with some outrageous takes. We've learned that Dan and Adam really don't see eye to eye over Man United, Spurs, Wolves, and the list goes on. Uh, we've learned that Dan's got some real issues when it comes to looking after and getting his priorities sorted. Is he, is he not drinking because of his daughter or is it because he's got a squash tournament to win? And we finally <laughs> learned that I have got a beer on the line that has to get chugged if for some reason Bournemouth managed to get a 1-1 draw against Spurs. Fingers crossed for that one. <laughs> Anything else this weekend? Uh, what was it this No, I just hope that uh, everyone has a oh a lovely weekend, and I'd like to just make a shout out that the 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 banning gambling sponsors on, on the shirts, which is always good. Never have liked them on shirts, um, and hopefully they can do it for the rest of the stadium. Because I was at the KP the other day, and the amount of advertisement boards that are going around that it looks disgraceful. <laughs> Okay, so Adam's this now on a cruise. <laughs> Dan, you got anything else for us? Uh, no, nothing to match that, Scott. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just. Uh, I'm still confused by Adam's comments from here, so I've really lost. Uh, lost me. Lost the plot today. Yeah, Diego Costa, <laughs> well, sixteen zero goals. <laughs> enjoy enjoy your weekend boys let's hope Leicester somehow gets something out of nowhere enjoy the Grand National you know it's the race that everyone wants to have a bet on so hopefully we get a bit of look there we get a bit of look on our on our treble um, like I said earlier follow us on Twitter at TSL Podcast 4 Dan I think you've got a Facebook page started if you find us listen share subscribe let's get it going hashtag bang average boys have a good weekend and I'll see you next week Cheers, Scott. Have a good weekend.